I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to health care, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This is the Rose and Shine podcast, featuring the Swedish sisters Josephine Roos and Victoria Roos Olsen. Based in Stockholm and New York, we share experiences from our international lives and careers. Hi, good morning. This is Josephine from New York and Victoria sending from Stockholm. This episode is all about learning. Oh yeah, so it's going to be really interesting. But first of all, can't you recap me a little bit about this uh, about this week? Yeah, sure. I've had an excellent week. I've been traveling a lot. I've had the pleasure to be in London for an advisory board meeting for HSMIE, which is an hospitality organization. Then I've been delivering a great workshop with an executive international leadership team for three days. So as a result, you hear my voice is a little bit, uh, <clears throat> you know, in combination <laughs> with with the flights and a little bit of a cold and everything. Uh, what about you? So a sexy podcast voice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's been it's been a really good, uh, quite hectic week as well. We've been having this crazy weather in New York, just like so dark and so gray really kind of end of the world uh weather but now finally this weekend like the sun is coming out again and and we had a a lovely weekend going out in nature and and just uh escaping the city because it really felt some like something out of a batman movie or something (laughs) oh wow yeah it's been really kind of end of the world but anyways the world is still here and the sun is out and it's been fantastic week in the sense that we've been getting so many new subscribers people are I listening know. yeah it's super cool right so people are listening to our podcast and checking out the the website and joining the community so yeah we have people from sweden and the u.s and holland and what else yeah i've, I've seen uk spain thailand dubai india myanmar but yeah. I mean, those are the countries we know of because we obviously yeah. don't know all of them. Yeah, no, exactly. But yeah, no, so it's uh, it's really, really, uh, really fantastic. Really exciting. I know, <laughs> I know. And actually it was quite fun during this board meeting. I got the question from a, a former colleague of mine who was like, Victoria, is this really needed? You know, we talk so much about female and, you know, female leadership and growth and everything. And then we looked around the room and I think it was about 20% of women there only. I was like, yeah, well, I think we still need a bit of an umph and a positive force to really grow 
grow the female community. Yeah. So yes. Yeah, no, and I think a lot of women that we are talking to, they do feel it quite naturally. I think sometimes you need to explain it a little bit more to men. And I sometimes find that it feels a bit difficult to divide into female and male because I've always been, you know, a big champion of like, why should women be excluded? And and, and the idea, of course, is not of this to be exclusive, but really to kind of, like you said, bring an oomph into the, the female community. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. all are welcome to join the community and listen to the podcast, but the clubs we do keep for for female only, right? Yeah, for now, that's uh, that's the way that we're dealing with it. Let's see if we if big changes happen and, you know, we can open it up. But for now, it's uh, women only in the clubs. Yeah. 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 So today's topic is all about my favorite topic in the world, <laughs> learning. <laughs> yeah, we talked about it before, right? You've had like most of your titles have had some kind of learning uh, um, part in it, right? In, in yeah, you mean my career. work titles? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, for sure, <laughs> for sure. It's uh, and just yeah, in general. And I think this episode was a little bit inspired by the 100-day learning challenge that I took on this spring, if you remember. I do. Uh, I do remember you calling me up. You're like, I got this new book and I'm really excited. We love all of these books where you can fill things in and really dwell, you know, get deep into. So, but what, what can you tell us a little bit about it? What is the 100-day learning challenge? Well, it's not really that the book was a 100-day learning challenge, but the book was like a 100-day challenge. And the book wasn't so great, actually. So after a while, I ditched the book. Okay. Uh, but I kept on with the challenge. Uh-huh. Um, so, so I really set up for myself an idea that in the next 100 days, I'm just going to be much more open to learning. And I'm going to learn new things. And I'm going to go into different topics that I don't really normally think about. Mm. So that's really what I've been doing and that's led to an, quite a few different things ending up uh, in my world, really. So what are the things that you have been uh, digging into? What, what's the kind of learning that... Uh, has there been 100 days already? Yeah, yeah. Or... Now, now I'm done. Okay. Just about now. You're yeah. done. So what have you learned in these 100 days? Well, I've, I've read different books than I normally would do. Mm-hmm. But I do normally read a lot of books. So maybe that's not such a big thing. Mm. But uh, I've sort of challenged myself when it comes to technology, which I'm not really that interested in, but I've learned mm. about editing. I mean, we both learned uh, about setting up web pages, etc. And I've been more involved than I thought I would be. Yeah. Just because I wanted to see how it really, really works. And actually, that was one of the reasons where I ultimately decided to accept and go on on the yoga teacher training. Because mm. that kind of said, well, that's a brilliant way of testing and trying and doing something new. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, I feel like I've been, uh, without having, you know, actually been thinking so much about this 100-day challenge, um, all of this podcasting and, and setting up Rose and Shine has certainly been a, a real learning experience and a lot of new things. And yeah, especially, as you say, the technology around it. And it's really good because it's very transferable to work and to other Mm, other areas as well because we're using it so much in terms of communication and reaching out to people and building brands and so on it's it's part of of most jobs nowadays I would say so that's that's quite cool yeah I agree and I think um, that's the entire idea really and when you start to open up for new learnings and, and learning new things and actively searching for that 
I think you make life a little bit more fun and interesting, really. Yeah, so this podcast episode, what we really wanted to talk about was to try to see, you know, what what have we been learning, but also then how do the listeners, what are the things, why should they be learning or what should you be learning and, and how to go about it, right? So it's really setting up your own learning after this episode and getting inspired. Exactly. Yeah, we want to inspire you a little bit and we want to give you some new ideas and help you think of new ideas that would increase learning in your life. And I just read this article that the first 200-year-old person to is born, actually. That's a little bit terrifying, but, but fantastic. I but, know, yeah. I know. And we are most likely going to live until we're 100. Mm, wow. So just imagine that. So if we live until we're 100, shall we only be going to school for the first 20 years and then that's it, you know, and just continue? I, I think it's a, it's a great way to see that probably there we need to learn so many new things in the span of our lifetime. Yeah. It's not like our grandparents that got one profession and they worked for that and then they retired when they were 65 and then they were really quite old and tired. Yeah, I mean, if we're going to live until we're 200 years, well, not us, but the people that were just born to 200 years, then, of course, they could have five different professions completely. It's quite fascinating. Yeah, so that's one of the reasons why we really think that learning is so important. Yeah. And uh, I read about this... uh, guy who did an experiment uh, on a bike so he got this bike that whenever he turned towards the right the bike would actually turn to the left okay and that of course was super difficult for him and it took him over two weeks to actually learn to ride this bike to perfection yeah two weeks of just really practicing every day yeah I also just love the dedication, like that that's what you're going to learn, <laughs> to ride a bike the wrong way. It's like, yeah. Yeah, he, so I guess he was really dedicated to learning. Uh-huh. And I think what's, but what's interesting is that whenever you learn something new in your brain, it will expand because you, you need to make new connections so it will grow. And ultimately, I guess that will also help your brain to stay alert longer. All right, so we talked about school and we said, you know, we don't go to school that long in our life. But is school really the best way to learn? What do you think? Well, I think I think it's so individual. I think that the big answer now would probably be to say no, that there are so many different ways where, where we can learn and we can develop and we can learn um, in a way that maybe is more suitable and more adaptable to our personal needs. Personally, for me, school worked really well. I mean, I really enjoyed going to school. I really uh, thrived in that environment and therefore, I guess, kept on educating myself. For, yeah, you did stay for, in school. For, yeah. for longer and longer, right? So um, I finished my last school when I was 28 or so, right? So, But no, I think that there's so many more ways of doing it. And especially if you think about a country here like in the U.S. where it's so incredibly expensive to go to to college and to do masters and so on, um, you might have to think about whether it's actually worth it in terms of the money that you put in. And there are other ways that you can learn. I mean, you can, I even read about people that kind of are developing their own master's programs. How interesting. uh, For a year. 
spending an equal amount of money that they would spend or even less that they would spend on tuition to like a top university and just trying to see what could they do with that money in terms of investment, in terms of finance and um, and really, yeah, basically doing your own master and, and spending that money maybe more wisely and uh, potentially going out with less uh, student Yeah, that's really interesting. That being said, I was super happy going to my master's and, and doing that. But I think for some people, I think it's a it's a great idea. And and really, so what we're saying is, I mean, it's a great way to learn for many of us to go to school and universities and take courses and, and everything. And that's a great way. However, there are many other different ways to actually learn. And if we see learning as some that you need to commit for a year to really learn then I think you miss out of many great opportunities to really learn so we we thought of a couple of different or quite a few different ways to actually learn uh, that helps us so shall we talk about them a little bit So one of the things that you can do is, of course, to to challenge yourself, to do things that are outside of your comfort zone or outside of your, you know, daily life or, or daily routine. And I know you have had a fun experience from that from recently. Do you want to tell us about your... your <laughs> What are you thinking oh, about? Your the... crazy yoga experience. Yeah. Yeah, that was definitely <laughs> outside of my comfort zone. So <laughs> this was a, a couple of weeks ago. And I, I actually, when I think about it, I did learn quite a few different things from that. Uh, so it was a couple of weeks ago. I, it was actually just a week before I was going to have my knee surgery. Mm -hmm. So I was going to my the local gym where I do lovely yoga sessions. And I was going to do a nice yoga session. And I was really looking forward to these 90 minutes of yoga and quite excited about it. Yeah. And, you know, you get into the gym and you roll out your yoga mat and you lay down and, you know, you're really sort of waiting for the yoga teacher to come in. But just that there didn't come any yoga teacher. Okay. And I was like, okay, so now I've really been lying here. And I mean, there were lots of people in the room. Yeah. And then the gym center manager came in and she goes... Well, I'm really sorry, but there's been a big misunderstanding. And I'm in my head, I'm going like, oh, no, because <laughs> I was just really looking forward to this. Yeah. yeah, so she goes, so I'm sorry, but there won't be any yoga session today. It's canceled, and we're really sorry about that. And then I kind of hear myself saying out loud to this entire group, like, no, but... What if we kind of, we're all here. Why don't we try to do a yoga session anyway? And then, you know, I'm adding on to this. I'm training to become a yoga teacher, which is not entirely true. Because as you know, we're going in November to this yoga treat, uh, yoga teacher training. Mm -hmm. And right now we're just really reading the theory <laughs> to prepare for it. If but, even, right? I got the books, but yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I've read some. Anyway, so I'm like, and this just comes out of me. So, and then everyone is like super enthusiastic, like, yeah, good. Yeah, let's do that. And this, the manager of the center, she's like, that's an excellent idea. Oh, so, so she was in there when, when you said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I put my mat in the middle and I'm like, okay, let's, let's go for this. 
And I'm thinking like, okay, so this is something that we should all do together as a group, you know, and I'll start off a little bit. Uh-huh. And it takes about one minute and then someone is saying, excuse me, can you move a little bit more to the front so that I really can see you properly? And it sort of really quickly becomes clear to me, like, this is not something we're doing together. No, you're this the is yoga me teacher and I'm going to run. <laughs> I'm the yoga teacher now. And then I'm really like, Victoria, what am I doing? doing so that's going on in my head and then I'm like okay so what do you say that we start with some sun salutations which is actually one of the exercises that we're practicing for already in advance for the yoga training so I start and in the meanwhile there's this one late participant that is entering the the room Uh super well-trained man and he puts his yoga mat just in front of me, right? Like really so close. Uh-huh. And he, of course, doesn't know that I'm not. And he's like super fit. So I'm kind of in the middle of the sun salutation, kind of whispering to him, I'm not really the yoga teacher. I'm just just jumping in. <laughs> and he's like staring at me like if I'm some maniac. So and then I'm like, so while I'm doing the sun salutation, I'm focused on, on two things entirely. One is I can that see it in front of me. You're just like, I'm not the yoga teacher. And he's like, who's this freak? Why is she pretending to not be the yoga teacher when she's clearly the yoga teacher? Oh, God. Yeah. So in my head, two things are constantly spinning. One thing is, okay, this needs to look good. You know, which is very interesting because mm-hmm. I'm so focused on that. My own moves need to look like I'm actually knowing what I'm doing, like I'm professional. Uh-huh. And the second thing that's going on in my head is, okay, so what's my next sequence going to be? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, let's do one more. <laughs> and then, so for the first like 20 minutes, that's all that is sort of in my head. And then slowly, I'm starting to look up at really look around in the room to look at all the participants and see what they're doing. Yeah. So this class is quite, it's normally 90 minutes. I mean, I did 60 minutes and I'm like, okay, this must be enough, right? But I was really expecting everyone to be extremely good at this. And I mean, most people were, but then I started looking like, oh no, my goodness, they really don't know how to do this. So then I'm I'm moving from the paradigm that I just have to be looking good up there to like, actually, I need to help to explain people <laughs> what they and how they actually should do. So I did my best to do that. So anyway, I this goes on for, well, an hour. That's how long I do. And I do the different sequences and, you know giving instructions and trying to get back into, okay, really, I should give them a lovely experience. And also, it was so interesting to see how some of these women in this class were just sending me such lovely energy, Yeah, you know, really like, yeah, giving me that encouraging smile and everything. And that made <laughs> me feel so good. Yeah, And I also felt like, Okay, they're pitying me a little bit, yeah. you know, which is fine. But at least, you know, <laughs> but don't pity I'm me here too much. And, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was actually quite funny. So then the hour ended and and people went out, you know, like, bye, thank you. And some people you came were like, up, which made, welcome back next week <laughs> yeah, well, or next year. <laughs> when I'm, But it, it was so funny because I, 
I really felt like, and I got lots of lovely energy and I learned quite a couple of things I, I learned. One is that it's much more difficult to do a yoga session than I would have thought yeah. because there's so many things to, to think about that I never imagined. Uh-huh. And I mean, after all, I'm used to stand up in a classroom and train leaders. That's what I do for a living. Yeah. So that wasn't a challenge. But really, how do I plan the thing and everything? So it was a great learning experience and probably will make me a much better yoga teacher in the future. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com/acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Another thing that only just a week ago that I realized was that I did leave with the feeling that people appreciated that I had done this class, but also that they kind of felt that it wasn't that great of a quality. Yeah. But then last week I was back at the gym uh, with my daughter to arrange for her membership. And then the gym manager was there. She's like, oh, there you are. And I thought, <laughs> and the, and her voice, and she was like, hang on, don't go. Because she was with another client. And I thought, oh my goodness, now someone has like sued them or something because they've strained their back or, you know. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, okay, what's going to happen? She's like, wait, 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 don't go. I'm like, okay. She's like, and then she comes up to me and she goes, well, thank you so much for doing that class. <laughs> and there were so many people that came downstairs and said that you were brilliant. So are you done with your yoga training? Because we actually, we need some more yoga teachers. Would you be interested? <laughs> and it oh, was I just... love this. So you have a job before even, like you could completely change your career and become a yoga teacher now. You have even an yeah. offer. <laughs> 
but but the interesting thing in and that goes for when we challenge ourselves to learn new things mm-hmm. that we almost always kind of well often think that we're not really good enough yeah so here i was all the time thinking that people really really didn't like it yeah but actually they they thought it was really good yeah i think yeah and i think people really enjoy when well It's not always like that, but often I think people actually appreciate when other people take leadership and, and, and put themselves out there. Because really, that's what you did. You really threw yourself into the, the deep uh, water there. And I think that's what we need to do once in a while, yeah. actually, if you want to learn. What other things can we do to learn and put learning more into our everyday life? Well, just um, regularly asking a little bit more when you don't uh, when you don't know something. Um, so, uh, do you have any examples of of doing that? Well, I think people in general are quite scared of letting it, you know, showing that they don't know. Yeah. And we would benefit so much more from asking. And I'm thinking of so many strategic meetings I've sat in with, where figures are thrown to left and right and center. And I'm guessing that maybe 20% really knows exactly how how this thinking is going, what the figures means. But most people just don't ask. Yeah, yeah, it's a little bit about being braver. I really agree. I think there's so many work meetings where where we sit quiet and not really understand. Um, yeah, and and we don't ask that clarifying question. Yeah, I Which know. Just... And when you start to then ask, you can immediately see that people are like relaxing because they had the same question, right? Relaxing or you even see that people don't have the answer. Like it can also be that people are uncomfortable either relaxing or they get uncomfortable because people that were pretending to know now will kind of show <laughs> that they don't know either, right? Yeah. But yeah. it is that thing of not, uh, yeah, of... of uh, Actually putting yourself out there and asking the stupid question, because often it's not very stupid at all. Yeah, exactly. And I also think that using the opportunity, like when you meet with different departments at work or different organizations or clients meetings, just really asking and seeing and trying to understand what is it that I can learn from them today, things that I didn't know before, rather than putting on the hat that I know all the things as well. Yeah, and I my experience is that people also really love when you take an interest. So if you're really trying to learn or understand what they are doing, um, that's actually a great way of developing your relationship further or building a relationship with a new client or with a new colleague or um, partner or whatever, because that's how you really, um, yeah, you show that you care and about what they do. That's actually kind of, yeah, I agree. And that's sometimes, you know, when you go to parties and you end up sitting next to someone that maybe isn't, you know, at first giving that much inspiration, then I try to think for myself, okay, so this could be a learning experience. I could learn from this person about their life and see things that don't normally fit into my life and see how does it look from his or her perspective. So it's kind of a little sport I have when I go to parties and find myself with people that I don't really know, actually. Oh, that's a good, that's a good sport. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And another thing I think we should get better at, and some people are really good at this, but it's to get great at things you do well. Yeah, so that's the that's the famous uh, 10,000 hours that you should be doing something 
yeah, over and over and over again, really excel in this one area. Yeah, exactly. Just like like the toddler, repeat and repeat and repeat until you walk perfectly. Yeah, no, it's fantastic to see Rafael is now two and a half and he will be um, just the way of, of approaching like steps. He will be just go, you know, they just go up and down, up and down, up and down the stairs um, just to perfect it. It's actually quite, it's really grit. You really see a big level of grit there. So I think that's kind of something we could turn more into our adult life, actually being more persistent and think, hey, I'm really good at this. What would happen if I became great and really excelled at that? Mm. And usually we're good at things that we like. So that's also kind of pleasant to really think about. So maybe then it's not so much, I mean, 10,000 hours would be, I mean, I, I'm not sure I would say to someone now, learn something new, spend 10,000 hours on, <laughs> you know, becoming a podcast editor if that's not what you want to do for no, example. obviously I spent like um, 10 hours but it's potentially about learning something new around um, or, or spend that time to excel and learn more maybe about something that you're very interested in I think both matters right so learn new things and and learn things that you do really well more mm. another thing that I think really is a great thing is to turn like normal things that you do into learning opportunities. What do you mean? So I'm thinking that, for example, experiences like going out for drinks with friends uh, or family reunions and things, could you add, could you spice it up with learning little new things? So, for example, we are two couples that are great friends and we do a lot of things uh, mm. and we've decided to well, twice a year at least, we go for like an art round. And so rather than just going out and having a nice dinner, which is also included, we also try to learn something new and artistic. Yeah. And maybe it's going to an exhibition or or going to a show or listening to this tour guide and, and learning new things. That's ways of, of learning. Mm. But we've also done like, a little bit of crazy stuff like, well, not really crazy. That sounds awful because we, what I, the example I was going to give was that we've, we've gone on a Segway tour, <laughs> which is not really that crazy, obviously. But for me, extreme segwaying through, what was it? Krakow. In Krakow. Yeah, extreme, yeah. You remember that. Extreme segway in Krakow. Yeah. You should try it with all these little pebble uh, streets and yeah, everything. Yeah, no, it was quite exactly. extreme. So I'm thinking just do things out of your comfort zone. You're anyway going to have a nice get together and things. What can you add to spice it up? We we have this tradition that for birthdays for our daughters, they also get as a birthday gift, they also get an experience that we do something. Yeah. So we've gone horseback riding and I know that you love horseback riding. I don't so much. So that was really <laughs> out of my comfort zone. I mean, we've gone doing pottery and doing different things. And that's mm -hmm. really, really fun. And it's also nice then when you're learning kind of together with your children as well. Mm. Yeah, no, that's a great idea. So I think learning something new really gives us the opportunities to discover things and open our mind a little bit to see and try things that you didn't really think that you would like, but actually that you do like, right? <laughs> but this, this reminds me a little bit about 
like, because all of these are kind of success stories in a sense, right? You learn something new and you dig it and it's all amazing. It does remind me about, do you remember when I, when I traveled to Guinea? Yeah, vaguely, yeah. Yeah, so I was, um, I was hired on this contract to, to go to Guinea um, to be working on a, um, working for, for Rio Tinto as a consultant on a big like social impact study. So basically traveling around the country to do a big study um, on how, how the mining operations of Rio Tinto would have an impact on the population. And this was all great and good. I really needed a job. The only kind of slight challenge is that they speak French in Guinea <laughs> um, and I don't speak French no you're the Spanish speaker I'm the in Spanish our family speaker. I'm the French speaking person <laughs> exactly <laughs> and I had not really um well and, and I was very open with this to um to the the consultancy that were hiring me and you know I was quite clear you know I speak Spanish but I actually don't speak French and they were like oh, okay but but you can learn right And I was like, yeah, I can learn. <laughs> I can learn French in six weeks. <laughs> I uh, remember being, because you were quite positive and about you know, that. I'm like, wow, that's impressive. Well, I was quite terrified, but I was still thinking, you know, it could happen. And, you know, taking into account that I tried to learn French probably four times before in my life. You know, I know it's a difficult language to learn. <laughs> Mais oui. Still, like, the, one of the only expressions I can say is pan de courant, which I probably say wrong, like electric shortcut. Because, you know, I was studying <laughs> this chapter with my mom when we were on holiday at some point. Long story short. Anyways, so I... Um, I go to Conakry, to the capital of, of Guinea, for this like four-week training session before we're going to start out to go out to the villages and do the, the study, basically, the survey. And of course, it's all in French. <laughs> of course, everybody speaks French and the survey is in French. And I will just remember how I'm like standing there after each session each day, like on the treadmill at the gym with this app, listening to like, French and really I'm at the I'm at the level where it's asking you know can I buy a box of milk please you know <laughs> or like counting to But 20. Were there no dialogue in this training session were they not asking you anything or could you how could you keep quiet throughout the entire day? No but no but I asked things if I did in English like I was never hiding the fact that I didn't speak French like Because I never went there under the auspices of, you know, I speak French. It was, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I did not you. speak French, you know. Like, yeah, luckily. I mean, I would have been dying if I had like actually, you know, inflated my, my uh, French speaking skills. But maybe just to say that I was not invited back. <laughs> I, I never actually did. I mean, it was not only that; it was it was loads of challenges with the project. But um, in the end, yeah, the the kind of uh, can I have a box of milk, please? Uh, <laughs> level of French was understandably not enough to go out and ask people um, in communities what they thought about mining projects. So I guess you know, <laughs> we, it it's good to be ambitious and wanting to learn new things, and we shouldn't let fear stop us or anything. No. But sometimes maybe we should also understand and be humble to that certain things actually it does take some time to really learn about, right? Like languages or yeah. And in that sense, I think you'll appreciate other people's skills and talents much more 
what they know how to do. Yeah, I think so. And then maybe also it wasn't such a disaster in a sense either. You know, you can try things and, and fail. Yeah, exactly. And and that's also okay. Actually, I think that's quite an important approach to learning because if you are super afraid of failing, you will never try anything new. So in, in that sense, it's kind of a key starting point. Don't be afraid. Yeah. Just try it out. Another thing that we that is great about living in today's world with all its nuttiness and so many other things, but a good positive thing is the new world of technology and, and globalization. And we can use like the YouTube tutorials and listening to podcasts. And there are so many opportunities for smaller bite-sized learnings, etc. Don't you think? Yeah, no, certainly. I was overhearing a conversation at the at the playground the other day where this mother was, uh, you know, they were asking, they were talking about who cut the kid's hair, right? Do they go to the hairdresser? <laughs> and the mom is like, no, I do it myself. You know, I just Google on YouTube how to how to do it. And then I and then I just do it. But I that I heard some about this child who took his little sister to McDonald's and he learned how to drive via youtube so he got it and i think he was like six or seven or something and he put his little sister next to him and they took the car and they drove drive through mcdonald's and actually ordered hamburgers and i think that's when someone called the police but he got all the way to mcdonald's through youtube oh my god that's that's terrifying no but just to end the story then so then the the other person is asking uh, the the hair the now hairdresser the YouTube hairdresser how so how do you get the kid to sit still and she answers like oh YouTube so my immediate thinking like YouTube describes how to sit still until my brain clicks and I'm like oh okay so the kid watches YouTube while she watches YouTube of how to how to cut the hair. Um, and yeah, no, the, the boys seem to have a perfectly fine uh, haircut. haircut. You checked that out too. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> like walking up closely and yeah. yeah no, but I mean, that's how I learned editing was through YouTube, really. Yeah. So, so many things can be learned by that. So look for new opportunities like that. And also when you start to search a little bit, I found in, in Stockholm, there was this Google pop-up academy this summer So I've been going on little short classes and seminars all for free. It's been me and lots of millennials attending, but it's been really good. And I learned lots of new things. Mm. I really think that learning new things is really important for our self-esteem, actually, because it it keeps it. It keeps us active and positive and seeing that we can do new things and what we said earlier, it also keeps our brain cells active. So it's it's a positive thing in many, many ways. Yeah. And like you said, I think um, there's so many, everyone could find online or there's so many opportunities to find new learning, uh, yeah, to learn new things that, that is completely for free. And also if you live in a big city, I mean, there are many things going on at universities or so on that you can go and, and learn. Yeah. At. And I the final thing I kind of want to, share for a little bit is uh, and everyone who's been in the workshop with me knows that I love this but it's really the teach to learn concept so there's been yeah lots so of... that's really the idea about how do how do you make it 
how do you make it sit right like how do you or yeah yeah, exactly so is what I mean I mean all the different research shows that the best way to really remember something and to really consolidate some learning is actually to teach someone else so if you learn a new skill and then go to a friend or a spouse or a child or colleague and actually teach them what you've just learned that's really the best way to make sure that you remember what you learned and really to take your learning to a deeper level yeah so that's our big tip in order to to make it stick right yeah exactly exactly so we prepared as always a pep sheet um a pep sheet that we call keep learning on the rose and shine website so www.roseandshine.com and there you'll have um, a number of questions that hopefully you get inspired by this episode and then you will be checking into uh, when you last learned something new what did I always want to learn? What are the new things that you could learn that will challenge your brain and, and how you will achieve that? So we'll have a number of questions around that theme um, that you can then dig into and set your own 100-day challenge, for example. Like, yeah, yeah, if you wish. Yeah, if you wish. And if you have any things that you do learn, let us know. We would love to hear what new learning adventures that you set out for yourself, actually. Learning adventures and also maybe you can also share your best uh, learning fails. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. Because uh, that could be quite fun. So if you want to do that, you can uh, do it on uh, on Instagram. So we're Rose and Shine is our Instagram name. You can follow us there. Excellent. Cool. So have a lovely week yeah wishing y'all a great week with lots of new learning lots of fun and lots of energy and we'll speak to you soon bye bye Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company. They offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com.